when I was a kid, I hid my heart under the bed because my mother said, if you're not careful, someday someone is going to break it. But take it from me, under the bed is not a good hiding spot. I know because I've been shot down so many times, I get altitude sickness just for standing up for myself. When I was a kid, I could fill a bookshelf with every different way they told me how not to play. They'd say, it's time to start putting childish things away. And I was like, fuck you. This is Skeletor. But more and more, they made me believe that our hearts are like door knocks. And that's where we get the sound of the beat. That I'll never get to meet the man inside of me if I can't stand still long enough to be there. I'll never make it anywhere if I keep running away. I'll never know myself if all I ever do is play Nicky Nicky Nine Doors, get asked. Don't want to be a man. When I was a kid, I wanted to be a man. I wanted to register retirement saving plans that would keep me in candy long enough to make an old age sweet. I wanted two left feet so I could dance circles around important issues until way past my bedtime. I'm not saying I don't have opinions. Just that others were less likely to argue if they were as tired as I was. Fatigue does to men as what a good night kiss does to kids. It will put weight on our eyelids and return us to a place where reason and imagination lace together shoes whose tongues stick out at stillness that beckon us to move forward. As a kid, I was always drawn towards moonlight. Despite an armada of adults insisting that I must set my days according to sunlight, I would lay in bed and fight sleep, believing that if I shut my eyes, even for an instant, I would miss out on something amazing. It turns out I was right. I have seen stars stamped into the night like cookie-cutter designs, drew lines between each one, inventing new constellations, so that when someone asked me, what's your sign? I could point to mine. The one hanging over the first door past the fi first finish line, right there. The one marked exit. Because one day all this getting ahead bullshit will be over and people will start looking for me and I'll be there. I'll wear my brightest flashing red and you, you will stand winter circle, thoroughbred. I will unheave the screws that would put you throughout this life and smile and say, we made it. When I was a kid, I traded homework assignments in for friendships. Then gave each friend a late slip for never showing up on time, and in most cases, not at all. I gave myself a hall pass to get through each broken promise. And I remember this plan born from frustration when a kid who kept calling me Yogi then pointed at my tummy and said, too many picnic baskets. Turns out it's not hard to trick someone. And one day before class, I said, yeah, you can copy my homework. And I gave him all the wrong answers that I'd written down the night before. He got his paper back expecting a near-perfect score and couldn't believe it when he looked across the room at me and held up a zero. Now, I didn't have to hold up my paper of 28 out of 30, but my satisfaction was complete when he looked at me puzzled. And I thought to myself, smarter than the average bear, motherfucker. When I was a kid, I slid love letters through the slots of lockers that belonged to my secret crushes, 
spilled paintbrushes from the tiny hairs that stood on end every time that I saw them. My brain stem finally bloomed with the thoughts. I connect dots and masterpieces, each brush stroke a thesis dedicated to the explanation that you, not knowing who I was, was only because an humanity made it easier to be brave. I dipped my brush into a tidal wave that I'd hope that this will one day wash over me. I can guarantee if I ever had a secret admirer, it was someone very much like me who loved someone very much like you, someone who wanted to tell you how much you've meant. How every second they spent thinking of you was simply the cost of getting us through the hard times. We saved nickels and dimes hoping our first date would be with you. For the disappointment of love, we give a comic books and video games. I promise you, every guy I've ever met will always remember the names of the first ones they loved that our first thirst for love continues that we cross the deserts of maybe. Maybe believing we will find an oasis of yes. The heck. We yes. Yes. We probably should have said something. But we were chicken shit. We lit the fuses of our hearts and exploded every time you walked on by. When I was a kid. I did stupid shit. Ripped the woman's underwear section at the Sears Christmas Wish Isle catalog and blamed it on my granddad. He did end up covering for me and said, You're only 12. So I'm impressed. But take it from me, experience. Don't hide that under your mattress so I didn't. I hid it in an empty box of a board game that I never used to play. And on that day when my grandmother eventually found it, she reamed it out of our hiding spot. Her grandson hiding pornography in her bedroom. The implanting doom of the truth set upon me like a dying sun, sending its last rays of light over the horizon, named it directly at me. He didn't say a word. Cured the full wrath and laughed at me later, saying, It's like your heart. Doesn't matter where you hide it, lovers are like little kids lifting up a rock looking for an insect. They will find that shit. When I was a kid, I trusted myself enough to know that one day I'd be a man. One day, I'd have a childhood for a past and a future for a backup plan. But every daunt that I ran was a potato sack race in which time would chase me further toward an ending. I am bending myself back to the beginning, reminding myself there is no winning any race against yourself. So slow down. When a kid in you falls, turn around, pick them up, dust them off, then continue. Trust me, you are going to need that kid. You are going to need someone to remind you that every weed is a flower just trying to make shit work. That every jerk you encounter is just another someone who somehow forgot that it's okay to need a hug. It's okay to be afraid. When I was a kid, I played hopscotch with the lines that they drew in the sand, landed on conclusions that secondhand clothes are at least to the benefit of experience. 
and I've got 137 hand heart broken apart and stitched back together at the seams. I've cartwheeled across balance beams made from the broken finger bones of people who did not let go of this life. And I still love the night. I love the fact that if you squint your eyes just right, stars look like porcupines of light stumbling across the dark, dipping their quails into the night, trying to write apologies for all the unanswered wishes from the times we wished upon them. Sometimes I still wish. And most times, I wish I didn't have to. I wish I didn't have to wish. So I guess that what I'm trying to say is that I hope, I hope I never forget the kid who grew up inside of me. He just seemed to laugh a little bit louder. Smile just a little bit longer. Loved a whole lot stronger. The world's first official awesome monger. Taking awesome from door to door. Takes as much as you need. Don't worry about me. I got more. I got a candy store filled with whatever it's going to take to get me through tomorrow. I've got two left feet and no bedtime. I still am not brave enough to have an orgy, but I rock the slumber party. Come napping with me. First one to fall asleep loses. First one to fall asleep wins. The race stops at the start and the finish line is where it begins. So this time, first one to lose wins. I know we never meant to turn our hearts into garbage bins. It was an accident. I know headlines about us giving up our misprints and really just bad reporting. I know we've been boarding up all these windows from the outside in. We've never been doing it since. They told us to start letting things go. I know we've gotten into a habit of throwing everything away. But your heart is a doorknob. And every time it beats, it's just that kid's way of asking, can you please come outside?